Let's Define Win, a podcast for everyday horse enthusiasts to laugh, commiserate, and learn that life is all about how you define wins. All right, folks. So we are here for week 12, the last podcast of 2020. Been quite a ride. I know I have enjoyed this venture. I think Mad Dog has too. But we're going to talk about our 2020 high moments. I think we've spoke, spoken a lot about our lows for 2020, and we hope that brought you guys some something to commiserate with at least, or, you know, maybe you feel better about yourselves after hearing about our mishaps in 2020. Uh, but anyway, we're going to talk about our highs of 2020, talk about some goals for 2021, and then um, just, share, just share some funnies that we've encountered this week and hopefully you guys can um commiserate with those as well so i think what spotify did a 2020 wrapped or whatever and i think since we're just as big as spotify we should probably do a 2020 wrapped <laughs> for sure yeah probably just as good of content and uh following there so we should do that what were your top 2020 moments well like we said before the show season did not go the way that either of us thought it was gonna go but I would say this is like the first year I've seriously shown the all around. I've done it a couple of years past and just kind of like wung it and didn't really think it through very well, which is great. Uh, but this year we announced out, so we showed in the amateur. And we ended up high point at two of the Iowa Pinot shows and then like high point for year end. Even though that's like not a great measure of how it went because you just you don't really know like who was there, whatever, whatever. But being it was like the first year we actually got ourselves together enough to do it, I thought that was really cool. So that was probably my highlight. Another one is I think I've just kind of matured as a showman. I really not noticed myself getting overly nervous going into the pen this year. And I've become a lot more strategic in how I ride a pattern. So I try to think things through before I'm at the start cone, which is a new thing for me. So I have a plan going into it and it's not, um, hmm, let's just wing it and see what we get here. And, and I bought a young horse this year, which is something that I've been wanting to do the past two or three years probably. And I finally uh, pulled the trigger and did that. So what about you? What were your 2020 moments? My biggest highlight or high point of 2020 was just getting to go to a show. You know, between everything obviously being canceled for COVID and then, you know, everyone, like Dory being sick and everything like that, like we, we just weren't, we, I, like, I think I went to like four or five shows, like max, and I had planned to go to like nine or ten. Two of them alone too, you know, like without a trainer. Right, and that was really big for me too. I think it really put it into perspective what I take for granted, I think. Mm -hmm. You know, I've always said, like, I, you know, will, you know, to me, like, talent comes third. I want, like, a good mind and a sound horse and then, like, a talented horse or something like that. And I think that's all fine and dandy. But, like, at the end of the day, just, like, having the opportunity to go to a show is something that I overlooked before and just, like, assumed I would have because I fork over the money. Right. This year really put that in perspective. And I think that'll hopefully transfer over in 2021, too. But that was kind of a large growing moment for me. Um, so that was nice in hindsight. Not at the time, but in hindsight. I would say also another highlight for me is just expanding um, into the cl different classes. That was something I hadn't done for a while. And with, like, with the new horse, you know, a lot of times I think, like, we talk on here and, like, I hear, like, how you 
analyze your patterns and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh my God, like, like shit, like I can't like, it's a straight line, Maddie. It's not a line. Like I literally just said that like a minute ago and you're over here talking about like planning stuff out. And I'm like, man, let's just make sure we get this line straight. So like just understanding like where I have been and like where I'm coming from, like what kind of like the background has been for the past couple of years with Dory has been something that I wrap up into like a nice little pleasant reminder that I can interject and remind myself with at every show. Basically, in short, I've gotten rationalized, like, I've gotten really good at rationalizing why my placings can be shit and I can be okay with that. <laughs> um, so that's been good. That's been great. You've been able to define your win, you know? Exactly, yeah. And I think that's something, and I think this leads into, like, one of my goals for 2021. So not to, like, jump the gun there, but one of my goals for 2021 is to, having fun is not inclusive or exclusive. Having fun is not exclusive with winning. Mm, yeah. And being able to pull out winning from having fun, if that makes sense. Like, I don't, my fun is not dictated on how I do in placings. Yeah. Um, and it's up to me to, like, have fun, not the judges. <laughs> or else you could be gone for a while <laughs> and be pretty sad. Yeah. No, I think that's a really good one. There were a lot of heartwarming moments with 2020 that I thought were really nice. Yeah. And it reminded me that not everyone in the industry is heartless. Yeah, I definitely... And maybe it was just, there was just, like, a greater sense of gratitude for getting to be at the horse shows, but I definitely saw a lot more um, camaraderie at the shows, and I definitely saw a lot more, people just seemed happier, and I don't know if they just weren't burnt out because it wasn't, like, their 89th horse show of the summer, <laughs> or what, but it just seemed like, I don't know, people were just really excited to be there and really excited to show what they've spent maybe longer working at because they've been home longer right almost almost like they were afraid they weren't going to be able to see like some of their friends you know right are there any like good examples we have of like no neighbors kicking ass i don't remember her name and i don't know if i'm mixing the story up but i know the girl who won the all around at quarter horse world was like very novice into showing and very like uh, I don't know. Oh, there was a lady who won the horsemanship at the Quarter Horse World, the amateur one, that I don't know if it was like, oh, three, two, one, five, seven, whatever, there's too many options. She had never been called back in the finals class before, and she ended up winning the horsemanship. I saw that, and I was like, if that's not going to be me, like, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, I remember reading that. And like, her her interview was so heartfelt and she was so grateful and she was so just like, you know, every time I didn't get called back, that just fueled the fire to try harder. You know, and I think that's really cool. Cause you know, when I didn't make the finals in the showmanship at the world show, I was really ready to go home. Pack the trailer. Yeah. I was like, we're finishing the day and we're going home. Like I'm done. I can't cancel the hotel. Thankfully she can call my club. <laughs> yeah. You know, like some people can take that and they're just, super discouraged and they just want to quit mm -hmm. whereas other people take that as like okay right now is a no but maybe next time it'll be a yes you know like I think having that faith to keep trying is really cool yeah I saw a lot of new horses winning at whatever world shows that they attended you know like there's always those few exhibitors that always seem to be up on top yeah there was a lot of people I didn't know or like horses I've never like I don't recognize their name I felt that and so I thought that was really cool that's always exciting and motivating too I think all right should we talk about 2021 yeah let's talk about 2021 kiss 2020 goodbye 
we don't need to treat it with that much respect. Honestly, we can kick it, shove it, throw it under the door, run it over with a bus, smash it with a bulldozer, whatever it takes it to get it out the door. Like, goodbye. Bye-bye. Deuces, Felicia. Deuces, Karen. Yeah, please don't come back. My biggest goal for 2021 is to just be a better person. <laughs> Same. Be a little nicer, be a little kinder. Be a little happier. <laughs> Maybe cheer a couple other people on that I don't know, make a couple new friends. My other goal for 2021 that I, this honestly was, is for 2021, but that's kind of cheating because I really started this in like late 2020, like around September. Mm-hmm. is to quit telling people I think their horse is cute when it isn't cute. <laughs> Stop hyping the wrong horses, Maddie. Please. Yeah, I know. And at first it was like, no, like they deserve it, right? At the same time, it can come back and bite you in the ass. If someone goes, oh, well, Maddie thought this horse was cute, and if it's lame on two legs, you know, consistently, people are like, wow, Maddie really likes lame horses. <laughs> But, like, no. Like, you can still find ways to compliment it. Like, wow, you guys have really grown. Wow, it looks way better than it did two months ago. Wow, now it's only lame on one leg instead of two. Like, there's multiple other ways to, like, make my compliments more impactful, maybe. Okay, yeah, it's a good one. Let's see. Well, horse school-wise, I would like to hit way more shows than I did this year. I think last year we had, like, three months of showtime, maybe. Maybe four if we're lucky. Like, we had November, May, and June. And that was about it. So I'd like to hit more. I'd like to win a belt buckle in 2021, but I've been saying that for the past three years. So I feel that. Would it be would it be wicked if it said world champ on the belt buckle? Oh, for sure. Here we go. I wouldn't mind having consistent showmanship goes. Yeah. And horsemanship goes that improve throughout the year across all shows. Yeah. Work on consistency there. That's one of my goals for sure. Maybe I would love to make finals in horsemanship. I mean, and showmanship. There we go. 2021 is what we're going for. But it would mean a lot more if I made it in horsemanship. I would prefer to make it in showmanship, but it would mean a lot more in horsemanship. (laughs) There we go. 2021 is what we're going for. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm going to go for that. I'm not holding my breath for that one. But it, it'd be cool. I would I would leave happy. I dig it. What about you? So my goal for Parker is just to make it around the arena without dying. I've ridden him a handful of times now, and I think that's that's possible, but you never know with the with a baby. Shit, you never know with a regular horse. It's not your fault. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Uh, but no, my goal with, for Toby is to work on more consistent headsets in his pattern classes. I don't know why he just likes to pick, especially in the in the hunt seat, but really in equitation. He really likes to pick his head up and like show the judges how pretty his neck is when it's crinkled up, and it's it's not. Does he giraffe it or does he like scrunchy it? A little bit of both. Like he gets high and then it, it just gets closer to me as the class goes on. <laughs> I think just to get a little bit more consistent gate wise, a lot of the times I kind of revert back to we have to be slow. Like I revert back to my pleasure days thinking, you know, it has to be slow to be pretty. And a lot of times in the horsemanship, if you're painfully slow, it is- You get called lame. <laughs> yeah, it's really not cute. Been there! <laughs> Maybe being a little bit braver in that aspect. No, I really want to make top five in the showmanship or the horsemanship at either of the major shows that we would likely go to. Any other, any, any show. Maybe that should be your 2021 goal is to not 
you know, is to make sure you have secure flag runs. <laughs> make sure I don't nearly die. Yeah, that was... Maybe make sure the saddle is tight. How was that not one of our top 2020 moments? Oh my god. Maybe it makes sense why I wouldn't be yours, but it should be definitely one of mine. Watching me cling to life. No, that was pretty cool. When I saved it at the end and one of the judges was like, yeah, that was cool. And meanwhile, I was like, I think I peed my pants. Like, I think there's pee running down my leg. Yeah. You know, you know what? Not, again, not to go back. So hopefully no one's listening, stopping and starting this podcast because it could be all over. But um, no, no different than usual, though. Well, episode 12, y'all should be really on your toes for what we bring to the table each week. <laughs> Pinot World, or ideal, like Western ideal or whatever we want to call it, right? We've talked about it a couple times on the Instagram and the Facebook. It's where you ride around like a pleasure or hunty type class. This one was Western pleasure. And then you get off and then you show it like a halter class. I'm exiting the arena with my Western like show saddle. Okay. Like it's not, it's not terribly expensive, but you know, it's still up there in what I would call the dollar amounts. And I am like standing there holding it and I like put my saddle on the rack. Like no one breathe on it essentially is what I'm doing. Like, and this girl comes out with her saddle that is like three times the amount of my saddle like you can just tell based on like the different accents all the you know, the initials and shit that's what, and throws it in her manure saddle <laughs> like that might be maybe the low light of my 2020 if not highlight i don't know i was just like oh my you were shook by that you were so shook i would have been too i i would like do you not want that anymore Right. Do you need someone to take that off your hands? Let me help. That looks like it's my size. It probably wasn't, She, but I'd make it work. That would pay for my rent for a year. Oh, easily. A couple of years, probably. You live in a shithole, remember? <laughs> I do. Well, yeah. It's not that bad, but it's not great. I don't mind it. What else do we have for 2021? Is that it? Oh... I might do some, like, I would not mind, like, sleeping in the truck or the trailer at a 21 show just to see, like, what that... I really want to. My tack room is decent enough sized. I think at an early summer show, I could handle it. Me too. I, like, went to some, like, show, like, maybe late June or something like that, and it was super nice outside, and I was like, I've got a hammock. Like, I should almost just put this up, and, like, the breeze would totally take care of me. And I think there are even, like, showers at the facility, which, albeit, aren't always great. But they're not that bad, usually, you know? Right. To save, like, 200 bucks, for sure. I know. I know. I always think, like, I camped, but it was in, like, the camper trailer. I survived the high school locker shower. I survived the dorm room shower. I think I can do anything. I live in the largest, like, the largest, what, dorm or second largest dorm. Where'd you live? Friley, it holds like 3,000 students or something in Iowa State or something. <laughs> yeah, man. You're probably immune for living there. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm immune to Festus or whatever it's called. Yeah, I probably have no issue. I think I could do it. But yeah, I think that'd be a really fun 21 goal for me is to see if I can eliminate the hotel need. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, I'm going to try to sleep in my trailer at lunch. So here's a question I have for you. One of the biggest things that I irritates me and this could just be me and I'm the only one on this side of the room the pictures of people sitting on their horses in the stall I don't get it to me it's like they're a lion tamer <laughs> and they've like tamed this beast to lie down in the stall and by sitting on them they're like asserting dominance yes asserting their dominance is essentially how I see it I haven't seen it for a while but it was a big thing for a couple years 
And like, I try to stay out of there, especially at a horse show. Like I go in there to feed them and I go in there, pick their stall, but I try to leave them alone. You know, like they've been working hard. They've been doing their own thing. Even at home, like I don't spend a lot of time. I don't, I don't like to sit on my horse and they're laying down. To me, if they're laying down, they're tired and they don't need me hanging on them, you know? Like imagine you just like sitting in your room, like getting ready to go to bed or something. And Toby pops in and he's like, so Angela, I'd like these supplements and these supplements. And by the way, like the hay you're feeding me is not high enough quality. And I'm going to sit on you now. Get a picture. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, whatever. If that's your thing, go for it. But I just. And I, I can see why people like want to do it. Like, oh, look how cute the horse is. They let me come say hi to them and everything. But I'm like, mm. mm-hmm. If I'm in there and they're laying down, I'll go say hi and pet them or whatever. But like, if they're sleeping, I'm not going to bug them. I always feel so bad. Like Dory never really, Dory always like will get up if someone comes in her stall usually. Um, especially at, like a horse show unless she's like super tired so like this a couple times I've been in there where she like just lies down and like doesn't get up and but it's like time to go somewhere <laughs> Dory <laughs> like we gotta put your tail in we're running about an hour behind um <laughs> we're actually up right now if you could stand up and she's just like oh yeah Toby did that like I threw him in a stall and then ran to go do something and came back because they're like calling me for showmanship and he's laying down I was like sweet okay cool so I'm trying to get him up, and he would not get up. I was like, are you, are you injured? Are you dying? What's wrong? And he just groaned and got up. I was like, oh, so you're not injured. Great. You're just covered in poop. <laughs> Fabulous. What a life lesson for me. What did you get your horse for Christmas? I'll start. I haven't gotten Dory anything yet, but I am seriously considering, considering getting her some Smart Gut from Smart Pack because that's what I had her on before. And then once she came off of it, her farts really stink. <laughs> and it wasn't that bad when she was on it. So she might be looking for that addition in her. In her so you're just, you gotta get out. You gotta get out of there. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, I also didn't get my horses any Christmas presents this year. But I've been thinking of starting them on Biomane. This is the thing. He's got a really thick mane and tail. He just doesn't have a foretop. In. So I want him to have like more foretop and Parker has a really wispy foretop and you don't get a pick and choose. I know, but he has a great mane. So he could use foretop and a tail, but no mane. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, Oh God, you know, no, some people got their horses, some crazy things. <laughs> Someone got their mare a breeding to so-and-so stud for 2021. Oh, thanks. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she's excited about that. He's pumped. <laughs> my girlish figure and shove something out of my loins that's fine well and then you look at those legs too and you're like if those start flailing around those are gonna cause some damage (laughs) i did i did like the foaling class when i was at iowa state for i you know worst one of the worst one of the best decisions of my life class-wise at iowa state it made you turn the placenta inside out no 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 to check that it was all continuous or whatever, make sure like no pieces were like missing or anything. One of the worst, one of the best decisions of my life, class-wise at Iowa State. And the worst, the worst part about this was was it would be, it would be like 7:30 in the morning, right? So I'm like empty stomach because you know I don't really have my life together at this point. Just rolling out of bed, I am like 7:30. I'm on the other side of campus. It's like a half hour walk, so I leave at like seven. And they have to like stick their hand in and like scoop out the poop to ultrasound. And it's, like, not finished processed. It stinks, like, really, really bad. Oh, no. 
I'm just an engineer. I really belong on the other side of campus. Like, what is this fresh, fresh hell that I am like smelling right now? And eventually I'm, I'm just convinced it's such a strong odor. It gets into my clothes and it like stays on me. Oh no. I'm pretty sure I carried the smell with me to my next class. And the next class after that, I felt so bad. I was like, these poor people. (laughs) Oh God. That, that like makes my stomach hurt. I'm pretty sure no one sat next to me. Can't blame them. Shit, I didn't want to sit next to myself either. Well, I've been sitting here thinking, like, I'm a little hungry. Like, what am I going to have for a snack after we finish? Now I'm like, I'm cool. Don't need a snack. Not hungry. Not to change the subject, but I'm going to change the subject. So this week, I learned that farriers do not get paid enough, okay? And I I thought, I'm not going to lie, I thought it was a little bit ridiculous what, what we sometimes pay. But so... I, Toby still has his shoes on, and you know, it's winter in Iowa, and it's kind of getting icy and slippery, whatever, so I was like, I can just pull his shoes off himself, so I'm gonna go buy the little, little nipper things. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the lady who put her own arena in, mind you. <laughs> yeah, I can build an arena, I can take off some horseshoes, you know, like, I'm an intelligent person. I was armed, I remodeled the whole house with, uh, YouTube videos. Are your shoes still on? <laughs> so... I bought the little nipper things, and they had different sizes, and I was like, well, the one size is like $90, and the other size is like $50, so I'm going to buy the $50 ones, I'll be honest. So I think they're too small. So I'm like going at it, trying to get this shoe off, and I am like 45 minutes in, sweating through my coveralls. It is nasty. Toby's probably sore. My sister's, you know, holding him, and it's not going well. Then I saw my farrier later on that day, and I was like, I don't pay you enough. Like, I'm so sorry. And he goes, well, here, I'll give you a rasp. So rasp the nail heads off, then you should be able just to pull them off. I was like, oh, easy, great, okay. That, that was my issue, just didn't rasp the nails. So yesterday, um, rasped the nails down, got them, like, all the way off. Uh, still could not get the shoes to budge. So Toby is now wearing <laughs> two shoes. Um, with no nail heads holding them in, and they look pretty secure still, so. They'll be, they'll be off in no time, just not on your schedule. I don't understand, like, you know, in the summer when you're showing heavily, and you're hauling, and you're riding every day, it's like a flick of the wrist for them to get their shoes off, but when you want them to pull them, they're like, no, I'll keep them cool and cool. I prefer it. <laughs> I'll slide on the ice, I'll, you know. They're spinning, they're doing donuts in their shoes right now, and he likes it like that. Yeah, I'm like, I need to up his insurance. Okay, buddy. Like, this is, this is wild. This is wild. That is rough. I know, like, there's been a couple times where I've been like, seriously, like, I pay you how much to, to just do, like, a little clip clip, and that's it? And then I'm like, and I, like, look at it, and I'm like, God, my back hurts just watching. Yeah, like, my back was hurting, my knee was hurting, like, my hips kind of were sore. I'm in decent shape, so I was like, what is happening? I'm sure it was your head light. I feel like my head would be light, but... I was a little lightheaded, yeah, and so I had to stand up and, like, catch my breath a couple times, and, like... Yeah, and then, like, I, I couldn't imagine doing, like, multiple horses at one part and then needing to stand up and then having to drive myself back, like... <laughs> I know, like, some farriers literally, 
get to a barn at 7 a.m. and shoe like 20 horses and then get home at 8 o'clock at night. I'm like, how are you still standing? And then you'll see like some really badly behaved horses and I'll be like, oh, I know. Like, I wonder if they charge extra. I think some of them do. And at one point, Toby kind of leaned on me and I like I thought my the world was ending. And I used to think it was really rude when like they would elbow the horse in the belly when they would lean on them. And I was like, okay, like come on. Like I'm watching them. They're not leaning. You look pretty strong, Mr. Farrier. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my God, like sound the alarms, call the ambulance. He is leaning on me. I am not gonna survive. <laughs> So now I'm like, I get it. Totally get it. I'm going to give so many tips next year when my horses get shod. <laughs> You're going to give the fair your tips? Is that what you said? Cash? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. You meant like cash money tips. I thought you meant, like, oh, you know, looks a little, I think you could have taken more off there. I thought you meant like actual, like. Maybe I'll try. Maybe that's, maybe I'll give, I'll give uh, Chad a tip and see. See how that goes for me. So I've pulled a shoe or two, and I think you, you know, could be more efficient if you did it this way. Just so you know, um, it is possible to rasp off nail heads while holding the horse's hoof with one hand and balancing it on your knee and then just, like, casually just rasping. I think, though, like, if I were to get certified in a couple different things horse-wise to make a little side money, a little side cash, um, I think a barrier would not be my thing. God bless farriers. Yeah. All right, folks. So that's the end of 2020 and our podcast. Um, it's been a wild ride. Thanks for sticking with us for all 12 episodes. Um, so hopefully you guys enjoyed hearing our highs and also coincidentally our lows. Um, hopefully less on the lows, but also some of those heartwarming moments of 2020 that we saw firsthand and where we see 2021 going both goals and how we plan on maybe saving some costs. Other than that, make sure you guys are following us on Facebook and Instagram at Let's Define Win. Feel free to let us know what you're thinking, what you want to hear, what you want us to talk about, what you don't want us to talk about, stories you want shared, fun photos, fun facts, a good joke, a riddle. Other than that, yeah, share with a friend, share with all your friends. If you have friends, we don't, so share for us. The only friend I have is on the podcast right now, so do your part and share. <laughs> all right, see you all on episode 13 in 2021.